Good evening, everyone. Good evening. How are you guys? Welcome to our podcast. This is not a podcast for dumb people with Black Wine and Charlie. This podcast is going to focus on um, bringing issues to the forefront and hammering out the nuances of things. We live in a society that sees things so much as black and white. And they don't sit, tend to see the gray. And so that's what this podcast is about. That's why this podcast is not for dumb people. If you are someone who sees in only black and white, please exit left. You're just going to be upset listening yes, to us talk. Just so don't even mad. bother. You're just going to get mad. And we don't want anybody angry, especially during a pandemic. So, And if you are a dumb person who chooses to continue to listen i hope that we are able to broaden your horizon and open up your mind so that you can see all the colors of the world because you're missing out and i don't want anybody to get triggered so know that in advance anything that we say is not an offense we don't intend to offend anyone but we do intend to talk about issues in their entirety and point out the discrepancies the truths and the facts of every issue that we bring to the table. So with that being said, let's get started with This is Not a Podcast for Dumb People. So our first segment is going to start off with Dumb Moments of the Week. Oh, And we have two funny, hilarious, dumb moments for you guys. I'm so excited to talk about them. I'm going to let Black Wine start off with her Dumb Moment of the Week. And if you know me, you already know what my dumb moment of the week is. (laughs) Well, my dumb moment of the week, I am not a fan of Danny Lay. Um, I heard Jesse Wu call her Danny uh, Danny Lay's Lay's chips. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the perfect color bag of chips for her. It's a yellow bone. She wanted to be a yellow bone. When Jesse Wu said that, I thought that was so hilarious. Okay, just plain. Ain't got no flavor. (laughs) Just salty. Okay, just salty. Oh, she real salty. (laughs) So my dumb moment of the week is um, the breakup between the baby and Danny Lay. Um, Danny Lay is a off-white, almost taupe woman <laughs> who wanted to come and basically desecrate the beauty and charisma of black women by with her raggedy song Yellow Bone and Ooh, didn't and it was raggedy too. It was so raggedy and didn't understand the nuance of what she was doing. She thought she in her entitled mind she figured she's a yellow bone. And I'm like, where, boo? And I should be able to make a song about myself and nobody should be offended. Like, that's not how this works, boo. You know, my my thing wasn't about being a yellow bone. It was I'm a dark-skinned woman, so all my life I've heard red bone, yellow bone. Yeah, that doesn't bother me. me, Especially coming from Miami. You know, Miami, love them a red bone, love them a yellow bone. I've been called red bone, and I'm like, where, baby? I'm chocolate. Don't come my my issue was with the ignorance of not her not under not understanding that yellow bone refers to black women. Women, yeah, that, that was my issue. My biggest issue and and the dumbosity of the situation. Uh-huh. Dumbosity, the dumbosity, the dumbosity uh-huh. of the situation. Because this is a podcast for this is not a podcast for, for dumb, dumb people. people. So the dumbosity of the situation was for me, her not understanding that. This is a term, a derogatory term at times that refers to a black woman. And so for me, for you to make a whole song, for you to go in a studio, for you to make a whole song about being something that you are not, Not. that was just dumb. Dumb. Okay, so that's my dumb moment of the... But that wasn't the dumb part for me. What was the dumb part for you? The dumb part for me was when people tried to explain to her, when people tried to call her out and tell her hey what you're doing is wrong she got mad with them she was like uh it wasn't i guess somebody behind the scenes must have came from somewhere and said look stupid girl no the the holy spirit must have whispered in her ear i'm sorry (laughs) maybe the ancestors slapped her i don't know but 
I mean, she got so much backlash and she had the nerve to talk back to the people like, oh, you guys are just being so insensitive. I should be able to make a song about being yellow. And she just, it just it went was, over her head. Okay, so, okay, so you just pointed out something else for me that made, that, that kind of pissed me off. It was the black women who were comparing Beyonce's brown skin girl right. to this, this ratchet you know, don't even deserve to be on SoundCloud song. Um, and the difference between Danny Lay's song and, and Beyonce brown skin, and brown skin, skin girl, girl is that Beyonce is a yellow bone, quote unquote. <clears throat> and she was she used her privilege at, to uplift black women. women. She was not throwing shade. She was not. You know, uh, putting down black women. She said, you know what? I understand my privilege. And black stuff, I'm going to reach back and let the world know you are just as beautiful as right. me. You have just as much dignity. Exactly. You are just as magnificent as a yellow bone. And not only that, she used brown skin girl. She included all the colors of the brown. Yes. It wasn't just about a certain color of the brown. She went from light to dark and back down. There yes. was nobody eliminated out of the song Brown Skin Girl. Even if you are a yellow bone girl, brown skin girl applied to you. It was about empowerment, her song. Danny Lay's song is not about empowerment. It was about shade. It was about shade. And then it was the about person shade you threw shade to... <laughs> Took your man. Took your man back. <laughs> and he always going to run back She let you him. borrow him. Yes. So if you. He made. You know. She, he's mine. Okay. Y'all already know. <laughs> that Mimi, was not Mimi, yours. Mimi put him on layaway. Mimi said here girl. Go borrow him. You could borrow him for a few minutes. He'll be back. She and, won't worry. And then my thing is. People are calling Mimi <clears throat> stupid. But Mimi knows. I love a woman who can accept the reality of her situation. Right. She knows this man is not going to be committed to her. And she's going to use him for what he she can get out of him. Just the same way as he uses her to get what he needs, he from, needs her. from her. And it's it's fair exchange. So I'm not even That's mad That's a business at, deal yeah. in, my, in my book. It's a perfect transaction. Perfect transaction. You know, she want a better lifestyle. She want to be able to shop and do. And she wants certain things for her child. And I'm guess not mad what? at that. I'm not she mad at that. She's, she's willing to deal with what he's giving her. And guess what? That's her business. And that's my thing. My biggest issue is... With Danny Lay is and and the 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 dumb situation she's she's placed herself into, she came out on social media mm -hmm. like if that was me I would have been like hell no and mind you you've been a side piece for a very, very long, long time. time yeah and now because he wanted to be out with you you just could not wait to run the social media and tell us that he's yours now. He won yours Yellow for long bonus, but he won't. I don't think so. Well, I don't think so. That is our first uh, dumb moment of the week. Our next dumb moment of the week is brought to you by the letters G and G, aka Gorilla, Gorilla Glue Girl. <laughs> Listen, I, I have been so invested into Tessica's hair journey. I'm not gonna lie, and let me preface this by saying this I am I understand her struggle about her hair I do I I am invested in making sure that I hope this girl hair grows back and that she does not have any permanent damage done to her scalp from this with that being said <laughs> sis the nuance what were you thinking <laughs> What were you thinking? It is impossible for you to have thought for even a slight second that there would be no damage done to you with industrial strength glue adhesive that you picked up. From the Home Depot. From the Home Depot, the hardware section of Walmart or the Family Dollar and sprayed it on your hair and thought that it would be okay. I think, okay, okay, I... I kind of disagree with you on that mm -hmm. because I think in the world of social media, hacks are the thing. So she might have thought, okay, this is a hack because a hack is something that we use a product for uh, its, its non-intention, for we don't use it for what it's intended for. And so maybe she thought this was a hack because I know one of the hacks yes. that I have uh -huh. is 
putting edge control, control on my eyebrows. Yes, but edge control goes on here. There's yes. hair on your eyebrows, but I'm so just that's saying. not a good comparison. Okay, I, I'm not buying that from you, Black Wine. Um, hacks to me are things that may be around the house, like household product things. Um, and even if we're doing hacks on our skin or on our hair, I still think those hacks are safe somewhere else on our body. For instance, like if you're a makeup person, right, your uh, hack might be using lipstick as eyeshadow. Yeah, that, that might be a hack, right? I do that. But lipstick goes on skin, so it's okay. There is no way, I'm sorry, that I'm going to use something that has a warning label about <laughs> getting it on my skin. But that skin is not hair. No, it's hair not. Hair is not skin, I'm sorry. It's not, but... I know the dangers of getting it on my skin. I'm not going to use it on something as even more sensitive as my hair. I, hair is more fragile than skin. <laughs> and I know black... And let me say this. I know a lot of black women do not are not invested into hair care because they into uh, wigs and all of this because I know some of y'all don't take care of the hair that's up under there. <laughs> up under the wig. Up under the wig. I know that hair down there is busted. No, but, no, but still, no. not in, all women, not in, all in women. In our defense, especially if you are natural, mm -hmm. these beauticians make it too expensive, too expensive to do natural hair. But still, the point is, it's no way that I would take something that is Again, industrial, industrial strength. strength. And she even said, because I watched the interview with her. Um, I watched the interview with her today, I believe on uh, E! News or somewhere, where she said she had used Gorilla Spray. And they said, on your hair before? She said, no, just around the house. Oh, so she knew. She knew. Oh. She knew. So th that's been the thing all all week with the Gorilla Glue Girl. Well, Tessica. Let me stop calling her. Yes, her name is Tessica. I'm going to respect her. <laughs> um, That's been the thing all week on social media was that she might not have known because it looks so similar to Gorilla it Snot. It does not look very similar to Gorilla Snot. They I have, can see, I can see, I, I can see a kid getting that confused. I can see a kid getting Gorilla Snot and Gorilla Glue confused um, but now that you say i mean she's not a kid she's but I a four let's let's first of all let's <laughs> state the facts she is 40 years old 40 years old with at least four kids because she mentioned her kids she said she had three daughters and an older son so i know of at least four kids that she has so this is a grown woman with four children a business owner because apparently she's a daycare owner so she's a successful so she's a successful woman smart woman so and i get and she has a dance company I, I know she has a dance company. I don't know about the daycare, but I know she has a dance company, right? So, I, I understand the need to look good, but I don't think... At what I need, cost? At what, at she, what cost? And then her reasoning for using the Gorilla Spray was that she was in a rush. She had to go somewhere. She had just finished her hair, and her son had her car, so she couldn't go out and buy Got To Be Clue. But I'm pretty sure... She didn't have those pump it up. She didn't have... You, a rave spray? You could have just, on your way to the event you were going, because you had to get in the car to go there, stop at the Walgreens and get the got-to-be glue and well, spray the, it on in the car. Well, the got-to-be just holds it in place. So yes. that means it was already, already laid down. down. It was already laid yeah. down. Tie a scarf until you get to where you're going. Don't spray industrial strength glue on your hair. I mean, I'm saying this with no judgment because I try so hard not to judge people and the decisions that they make for themselves. It, this is not coming from a place. No, of I'm, I'm not. From, I'm, I'm not, just saying. I'm not speaking from you, but I try not to judge people. But what I also am not going to do is not think it's funny. Right. And so that's been another conversation online where people have been saying, you know, we're wrong for laughing. We're wrong for calling her stupid. We're no. not empathizing. We're oh, not, God, that's I empathize. I empathize. I, I totally empathize with her situation. I do not wish that her hair falls out or, or you know, she has any permanent damage right. on it. Right. But, honey, that thing was funny Fun to day. me. Especially when, when, she she was to, <laughs> when she was about to cry. Girl, that cry, that cry came from her soul, from the diaphragm, and she had to hold it in because no, this was not no. about to mess up her face. I to cry on the camera either. I literally watched that video fifteen <laughs> times. <laughs> that was my favorite part. I washed my hair fifteen, 15 times. times. That oh my god! I 
that video at least 15 times myself. Listen. And then the Pantene. When she had oh, the Pantene. <laughs> and my thing was like, well, put a little water on it. Don't just wipe it off with the rag. See if the water don't activate the shampoo. Girl, oh but sister, she had already did that. And apparently by keep washing it, she kept making it, it stronger. <laughs> and it was me. I'm telling y'all, it was me in the comment section reading all the experts, all the nurses, all the doctors that <laughs> the was in there talking about, you need to go to the ER. You, you, you need to have surgery. And I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> This lady gonna die. Because there was one guy who called himself a chemist on there. Because, you know, on the internet, you could be anything you want. <laughs> he was a chemist talking about, well, I'm a chemist. And she need to use something stronger. But it could cause chemical burns. And then somebody was like, well, she just need to leave it. And the person was like, no. Because her scalp is not getting it in yeah, the it's air. Not it's, it's not breathing. It's not breathing. Bacteria could grow under there. And that could cause her to die. I was just I like, mean, Lord, at that point, everybody was WebMD. Everybody was WebMD. Every solution ended her, in her death. And again, what she's going through is not funny. No. Okay, the actual damage and the and the, the harm, potential the damage potential, and harm. The potential damage and harm to her body is not funny. However, this is something you would see in a movie. Absolutely. A, like, and I'm pretty sure Hollywood is going to grab this. And it's going to be in somebody's Honey, movie. this going to end up in the next Wayne's Brothers movie, okay? Because that's going to be part of the parody. Y'all better believe it. I'm telling you, this is this half. Somebody's going to make a, a movie called TikTok or social media, and yes. they're going to use it. This is going to be one of the viral. She going down in history, Yeah, y'all. she's going down in history. And she didn't even intend for it. And I saw today that she said she regret even putting it on the internet. I, I wouldn't have put it on the internet. But she said she wished her intention was not to go viral. It was more so I'm to sorry, baby girl. I'm but sorry. I was like, I'm sorry. Who is gonna help you with glue on your hair? Because everybody know not to put glue on their hair. I'm sorry. I mean, even if you get your fingers stuck together, they you know I'm sorry. You lie, it's not happening. Well anyway, <laughs> that sorry. was our I dumb moment of the week. week. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> That was too hilarious. All right. All right. Well, moving on. <laughs> Our next topic uh, segment is that's dumb. Okay. And so the topic we're going to be talking about is um, messages that are directed toward, well, negative messages that are directed towards black women. And more so that they're directed at black women and never would even dare Direct. Be directed at white or Hispanic or, or, any, other or any other culture or uh, race of women. Woman. Um, I think it's really dumb to limit any woman, mm-hmm. especially black women. Black women have proven beyond a shadow of a doubt. doubt that no matter what you put in our way, we will overcome. Okay? No matter what. And I carry mean, others on our back. And carry. We are overcoming. Yes. So I think. To send these negative messages, and I think those the messages are intended to put us in our place. Yes. And so often it comes from people that look like us. Ooh. So what we're and talking people who are supposed to protect us and uplift us and and be our allies. And so what we're talking about today is um, the, the the dating messages that that black women get, especially successful black, black women. women. Um, so everybody um, has pretty much heard Kevin Samuel um, deal with the with the young lady yes. that wants a six figure man. And my biggest issue with that situation with Kevin Samuels is I don't care if she was a three. I don't care if she was a one. Okay, in your opinion, she's a three, she's a one, whatever number you want to rank her with, or average as best. To at, use or his at, word, yes, to use his word. Average at best. Now, his eyesight is average at best. So, I wouldn't trust his rankings to save my life. Because Buddy needs glasses to see simple words on a screen and on, in a book. I, I wouldn't trust him to look at me and, and give and me the correct man. ranking. And ranking a woman, you are a 10 to whoever looks at you and calls you a 10. Beauty you are a 5 the the to whoever looks at you and calls you a 5. Guess what you are to yourself always. You should always look at yourself as a 10. You should always love yourself enough to say that I am beautiful, 
love yourself enough to say that I am great. I can do anything. I can be anything. I can have anything I want. And so this notion that a woman who makes six figures doesn't deserve a man who makes six figures because she's average at best is ridiculous to me. And I believe if a fat, sloppy, trailer trash woman was sitting on the other end of that video um, conference with him, he would not have opened his mouth and told her she does not deserve a six-figure man. Right. And so that's my biggest issue. Um, the next thing was we were we saw another video. And this time from a woman. From a woman's point of view who's a matchmaker. Mm-hmm. And this woman is a black woman. We don't know who she is. We don't know her name. So we apologize in advance if you guys want to hear the whole conversation that she had on um, this podcast she was interviewing with. Um, we're going to play a snippet of the interview so that you can hear what she is saying. And pretty much um, she's packaging Kevin Samuel's message, but in a black woman's voice. Yeah, she she tried to clean it up yes. is what she tried to do. However, to me, the gist of the message, the main idea the of main the I- message yeah. is basically the same. If you are a woman who is making six figures or a successful woman, you need to date down. That's what Period. it is. That's basically There's no available men to you who are on your same financial level. Basically, today. your circle is beneath you. Right. And the thing that bothers me about this message is you don't say that to the Khloe Kardashians of the world. Mm-mm. You don't say that to... What? Uh, what's the other one name? I don't the know. The one we all know. The one Courtney. That, Courtney. Okay. All right. So you, you wouldn't... And, Cor- and Courtney got how many kids? Yes. And she still pull men. She still put, pull men. She still pulls successful men. She still pull men who have who are on her level but and not have just, the same. They all have men who are making six figures. First of all, before we play the snippet, let me jump right in because this I is need, dumb, right? Because this is really dumb. First of all, Kevin Samuels and this lady both need to clarify on what kind of men they're talking about, okay? Because they're not just saying. Because first of all, that woman who Kevin Samuels was talking to, she absolutely could pull a man. Who makes six figures. It could be. And it could be any man. It could be a post office worker. Because there's post office workers who make six there figures. There are janitors. There, who are, makes- there are plumbers. Electricians. Bus drivers. There are plenty of men. In the world. Black men. Who are. Ma- he could be a government contractor. For the U.S. Six government. figures make, is, is middle nothing. class. That's $100,000. That's six figures. Let's, I, I let's just, be let's that's not that. a lot of money it's not it's not a lot of money it's not it's not there a lot are of money. principals and ap's making six figures so don't tell that lady that she doesn't deserve a six-figure man clarify on what six-figure man well, or he, millionaire you think well, you're he talking said, to her he said high value and what he equated a high value man to is a man who makes six figures and so what i think it's happening is they are reducing high value men to athletes and rappers and musicians, and, and, and they're saying and actors. this and actors, or people who are who, in the entertainment, entertainment industry, yeah. and they're saying this sect of men, and the entertainment industry focuses on beauty. So yes, that is correct. No, it's not because there are men in that in industry who make six figures. Who don't look that great? Who and even if they do have access to women, you know, because of their money, those men may not. You have producers, you have auto auto engineers, you have set designers. All these people who work behind the scene are part of the entertainment industry. They make and make it sick as six figures or multi million dollar men. And all of them are not looking for a trophy wife. I'm sorry. Maybe but, the uh, ones who are who are in uh, the public eye, who are not behind the scenes. So be specific when you give that message of high value of men. high valued men that black women shouldn't achieve for. Because Kevin Samuel's very wrong when he told that lady she didn't deserve a six figure man, couldn't get a six figure man, and she can, and she absolutely and she can. can. 
She can. She absolutely can. And what she was even, asking even for, as he said, she's average at best. There's there is a bus driver, a janitor, a plumber, electrician who will look at her and say, you know you, what? You're the She'll most die. beautiful girl She'll I've die. ever met. I yeah. love you and will worship the ground she walk on. And let's not talk about if she open up her dating pool outside of black men there's a world of foreign men who will worship the ground that sister love okay i'm talking about it's a man out there making millions of dollars and this is when y'all start talking about oh black women will abandon the black man no let's look at that sister and how a black man dragged that sister's confidence because she had standards and she didn't have standards because she felt like black men who made less money than her were beneath her she wanted someone that she didn't have to feel like was using her what she what she said was it's uh, her money has always, always been an issue, issue within her relationship. relationship it's always the man feels like because she makes more that She's looking down on him. Exactly. And so, so that's why she want to date a man who makes six figures. Because she made six figures. I, like I said, I don't care if she was a one. The fact that she makes six figures says she deserves a man who makes, makes six, six figures. figures. So let's let's play this um, clip from this matchmaker. She was on another podcast, which I'm not sure who they are. But I just happened to come up come across this uh, snippet. And listen to what she said. I say date like a man. Okay. If you're a really highly successful woman who's doing very well financially, you can't, men don't date with those standards. You date with who makes you happy. You but date, she can't get over that. She's like, I don't want to, I want someone on my level. Good luck. <laughs> Have at it. Go for what you want. But I'm just letting you know that your pool of men that are making the kind of money you're making is so slim to none. And then those men don't want you because a lot of them are doing so well. Pussy and money. Okay. This is the the equalizer. This is what comes in. Women use... Okay, so we kind of stopped this short because we wanted to focus on the first part. And the words that stood out to me in that that little snippet that we played is can't Mm -hmm. and pool is small. Small, yeah. Right? So those two things... Tell me that she believes, and again, these are two, this is a black woman speaking to a black Black man, man. to a black audience. About black women. About black women. So, you can say, well, she's talking in general. No. No. When a black person opens their mouth on a black podcast, your audience are black people. And she is talking about women. So, she is talking about black women. And so, for me, my biggest issue is when people jump on this bandwagon and they're like, that's so true, that's true, but that's true, but that's true. No, you're projecting. That's true for For you. you. Okay? That is not true for black wine. That's not true for Charlie. Because when I do make my millions, and I will make my millions selling my books, selling my my workshops, y'all going to see my name selling my screenplays and selling my scripts, I will be the next Shonda Rhimes. Yes, I will. And when I get up there, come on, (laughs) and when I get up there and I'm making six and seven and eight figures, the pool of men that are going to be around me are the pool of men that I am going to choose from because that pool of men are going to be the six and seven and eight figure men because I am not staying at the bottom. Exactly. And as you move up, as I move up the ladder, I meet different people. Yes. My circle starts to change. My circle starts to change. So, no, that pool doesn't get smaller. It gets wider. There are more people there. There are more successful people today than there have ever been in the history of this country, Hello. of this world. There are more millionaires, more billionaires in this realm of today than any other time in history. So, how can you say that pool is small? Smaller. No, the pool of black men that make millions and have six figures and eight figures and seven figures is small. But the pool of people who make six and seven and eight figures is not small. Americans are making more money today than they ever did in, in the history of this world. We don't only you, you broaden out. That's right. How about the continent of Africa? 
How about China? Hello. How about, How about Europe? The Caribbean? How about the Caribbean? There's black men it's all over there. Seven and a half billion people in the world, and you telling me my pool is this small, and I'm not gonna out of seven and a half billion people, I can't find somebody to love me? No. Are the, you crazy? The pool that she has access to as a matchmaker is small. Let's start there. Our loyalty to the black community is misplaced. Mm-hmm. I am all for black love. I believe in black love. I believe black love is the solution to our problems. I believe in a structured black family, raising black children, imprinting on these black children, the love for self, the love for community is what's going to save us. However, the black community doesn't love us. The black community is constantly telling us what we can and cannot do. And that the we're black not community is constantly limiting our potential. And so black women, I am not telling you to not like, love black men. I love black men. My first choice is a black man. But guess what? When I start to make six and seven and eight figures, if a white man... An Arabian man, a Muslim man, a Pakistani man, a Chinese man who makes six and seven, eight, an Italian man who makes six or seven, eight figures comes and approaches me. I'm not going to limit myself to black men because that pool of people is small. Yes, if I'm if I'm limiting myself to one race, my pool is extremely small. There are very few black men that make six and seven and eight figures. On average, I read a study. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a study junkie. Like, I'm a science junkie. Like, yep. I, you know, I have a, 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 a subscription to the Journal of Medicine. Like, I love science. I read a study that says, on average, a black man makes $23,000 a year. Wow. That's average. Wow. Not median. That's average. That means all the black people that they surveyed, all the black men that they surveyed, they lumped all that money together. Millionaires, billionaires, mm-hmm. and, and zero nares. Okay? They lumped all of them together. And on average, they came up with $23,000. That right there stunned. <laughs> like, I was stunned. So, yes, I understand that the pool of black men who make six figures is very small, but the pool of men who make six figures is not tiny. It is huge. It is an ocean of men out there who are willing to love you and willing to support you financially and willing to be there for you financially, just like you are willing to be there for them financially. There are a pool. Swim, black girl, swim. Divest yourself from this, this notion that you only have to date black men. Sis. All I'm saying is, broaden your horizon. The ocean is wide, deep, long. Go on out there and find you a different fish. That's all it is. Okay, and I think that's what she kind of meant a little bit. Okay, go ahead and give me the nuance of what she was trying to say. I feel like, because that's what she says. Date someone who makes you happy, right? And so, where she went left. Yeah, but when she said date someone who makes you happy. She meant date down. She meant date, date down. down. She meant date fi- yes. financially date, date down. down. Yeah. But to me, I think she went left because she could have just said, listen, if you're looking for a black man who's making six figures or more, that particular pool is small. But there are other men out there. So I feel like she was just focused on black men. I'm here. I agree with. I want them I, to. I want them to define these things because it's spoken yes. in the ether and it's just thrown out there, and people are projecting their own insecurities onto these messages. And to the women who are listening and who are maybe in a space where they feel—I don't want to say desperate, but it is at their wit at, at their wits end in the dating arena. It, it, it's like you're taking the hope away from them. Yeah, you know. And that's not fair. What my thing is, watch what you say. What you say to us, and how you say what you say. Because to you us. watch what you say to white women. Yeah. You watch what you say to other races of women. They would never stand in Angelina Jolie's face with fifty-two children behind her. That don't. That ain't hers. That ain't all hers. And tell her that she can't get a six-figure man. Never. They would never stand in Kim Kardashian's face, who's about to be a single mother of four of four children. And that's another that's another topic for another day. But why is it when black women have children, we're 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 we, seen as trash now? 
Oh, yeah. nobody is not going to want nobody you. Nobody wants you. Them, you have baggage. Yes. But white women don't have baggage when they have kids. Kim Kardashian had a whole sex tape and still ended up with a with a successful black, black man. With a whole sex a tape. A whole sex tape with her with her with a dick down her throat. With Had the, <laughs> girl. With the sounds. <laughs> with the Glock Glock six thousand. Okay. With a whole Glock down her throat. She still ended up married to a successful rich black and man. Not even just married, but ha- built a successful brand off that sex tape a black woman could never a black woman could never look how y'all dogged corinne stephens y'all dogged corinne stephens okay drag her sis corinne stephens should have been the kim kardashian of the yes. black world y'all that's what she should have been a black man would never marry a corinne stephens but y'all turned around and married kim kardashian and idolized her and idolized her made idolized her, her a, a household name idolized her for things that y'all downplayed on us for yes. her body that she purchased when ours was natural. For the lips that she purchased when this ours a, was we natural. Going, we going, we going, going real deep. Okay, let, we let's come on, on back. Let's come on back. We're going off on a tangent. But the point of the that point is dumb. That you are directing these messages at black women. That you th- These messages that you would never direct at white women and other race, races of women. You would never say to a, 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 a single white woman that she can't. She can't get a six-figure man. She don't deserve. She doesn't deserve a six-figure man. And trust and believe, there are a lot of average, at best, white women with these NFL players, Hmm. with these ballers, with these basketball players, with these musicians. There are a lot. (laughs) Khloe Kardashian. I'm talking about her original face. Original face. I'm not talking about this new face. I'm talking about original, out-the-womb, Frankenstein forehead face. Man, listen, a lot of average white women are with athletes, actors. We see them. You may not see them unless they put themselves out there. But look in the background of that red carpet picture. You'll see that wife back there. You ever seen uh, Russell Russell Wilson's ex-wife? No. Average at best. Mm. Okay? Average at best. A lot of these ball players have white women who are average at best. Because they picked them up in college. Them yes. average girls put them hooks in early. Oh, I went I went to UF and I was a uh, athletic uh, tutor. So I saw it. First quarter, I saw it. And, and my thing is, you would never tell them they can't. You would never tell them That's their right. pool is too small. Because it's okay for white women to date outside their race. And it's okay for them to reach outside the borders. And go and to Mexico. to date outside of their financial um, um lane. Because y'all like to tell women. Oh, and not only that. Even if you are not a woman who is making six figures. And you want a man who makes six figures. You still deserve a six figure man sis. Because that's your standard. You can still standard. aspire to that's a six figure man. Don't let anybody tell you that you can't have that. Because you don't have that. Men love to say that too. Oh you are you don't even have six figures. Why would you want a man with six figures? Hold up Sola. I don't have six figures yet. But I know. I'm six figure I'm, worthy. Uh, I'm probably two or three. I'm probably a digit away. Not even a digit. I'm probably a couple of hundred away from making my first six figures. And then after that, it's 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 the sky's the limit for me. Hello. Y'all didn't tell and, and look at Eve. I know Eve was not a billionaire, but sis is married to a billionaire and I ain't mad at her. So she was not supposed to aspire to marry a billionaire because she did not have business. Rihanna done had how many billionaires running after her? Okay. Come and on, and please don't because again, Eve is not drop dead gorgeous. Eve not a drop dead gorgeous. Got woman. two paw print tattoos tatted on her chest. That was She's a pitbull in a skirt. But Eve is a way more prettier than Khloe Kardashian, her original face. Yes. And Khloe Kardashian had how many black men before Tristan Thomas? How many black men did uh, Chloe have? But black athletes. How many athletes did Chloe have before her face changed? How many athletes did Frankenstein face have? Not Frankenstein. Girl, you know that girl had a Frankenstein forehead. Bye. Bye. Anyway. <laughs> so, let's wrap up this segment. Because we gone we too got long. Because we, we, we could just talking. really keep going and I going. Keep going. But that's dumb that y'all keep, you know, putting these messages on black women that you would never dare put on any other race of women. Black women deserve to. And I think it is dumb that... 
we limit black women and we are packaging these messages not through our oppressors but people who look like us yes these messages are coming from our brothers and sisters who are supposed to be uplifting us and are just mentally tearing us down tearing our hope down and basically telling us to stay in our place and i just think it's dumb i just i just think it's dumb Absolutely. Don't limit black women to anything because we have shown y'all over and over that we can what? Overcome. Overcome. Yes. So, moving on to our next segment. I'm so excited about this segment. It is our Dating Dating for for dummies. Dummies. So, with this segment, we plan on giving you guys date ideas and we hope to broaden the horizon uh, you know, widen your palette on what a date should look like or what can be a date so that we're not just constantly doing the dinner thing because that's hella boring. It's hella boring and it's hella uncomfortable sometimes. Oh, Jesus. So, uh, dates, especially first dates. First dates are designed to get to know, to know someone. someone. Right. And I feel like um, going to dinner is such an intimate act. Yeah. Um, You know... How somebody eats, how somebody, what they're ordering, what they, what they get. It's such an intimate situation. And so I want, I I think with this segment, we want to, um, take off the awkwardness and the tension from first First dates dates. by giving you guys ideas of things that will let you get to know someone in a natural setting, in a natural environment. Yes. Um, And also to kind of just take that, um... Because in certain settings, like, it's hard to pretend to be something you're not. not. Yeah. You know? And so you get to kind of unveil a little bit of that person when you're in these date situations because that person's kind of forced to be themselves, yes. right? Yes. Because it's not, you know, something that they can kind of pretend through. They have to, you know, be themselves. So we're going to introduce two date ideas today. The first date idea, which is... A picnic. I personally wanted to do this segment because I often see men complain about spending spending so much money on a first date when they're really trying to get to know a woman. And I also see women complain about men not, you know, being um, creative or um, thinking outside outside the box or initiating preparing the date. And so that is my purpose, my personal purpose of dating for dummies is to kind of give guys and women the ideas of, you know, fun ideas for a first date that are not expensive. Yeah. That's not going to, you know, really dig deep into your pocket. So our my first date idea is a picnic. And fellas, picnic is a great way to get to know the lady She's going to be impressed. She's going to think you're romantic. Yes. Okay. And it's cheap. But don't tell the ladies I told you that. Right? But then you might have some ladies. You know, I always got to bring the nuance of the situation. Well, wait, wait. Let me finish introducing the date. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. So, fellas, this is what you do. Right? And y'all, I'm a big Amazon girl. So, I love Amazon. I tell y'all to go on Amazon. So, this is you get you a picnic basket. You can buy one right off of Amazon. You can get one from, I believe they have some at Target. They sell them at five below. They sell them at five below. You know, you get your picnic basket, right? Get you some wine. You know, hopefully you've had a conversation with this young lady before you've asked her on this date. So you kind of have an idea of what she like, right? So maybe she's not a wine girl. Maybe she like me, like some Hennessy. Okay. (laughs) Listen, all you got to do is get you a little canister, make you a little concoction with some Hennessy and, and a lemonade put, and put some a lemonade, put it in punch. that, um, you know, in a little pitcher that has a twist off top so it don't spill. Get you some, you know, charcuterie board, right? Yeah. And if you don't know what a charcuterie board is, go on Pinterest, go on YouTube. They show you how to make it. Okay. It's cheap. Or... Be, be simple. Go over to the Publix. Get you some fried chicken. You know, get some sandwiches, some fruit. You know, just keep the food simple. You know, It doesn't have to even be, you know, you don't have to even cook anything. Keep the food simple and light and finger food like. You know, keep the drink simple. And maybe, you know, bring a, 
um, you know, something to talk about. And then take her out to a beautiful park by the beach because we live down here in South Florida. You have the beach, get your blanket, lay it out, you know, get you a wireless speaker, put some music on and sit there and have a conversation with that lady. It didn't cost you a lot of money. You're getting to know her. The date is creative. And here's an extra tip for that picnic date, right? Just tell her, hey, be casual. No heels, wear sandals, put on your casual outfit. And there's less expectation there, right? And so when she gets to the beach and see the picnic you've created, now, you know, it, it, it lessens the awkwardness of the date. It gives you a chance to kind of see, is she a go with the flow type of girl? If she's a girl who going, you know, you could kind of feel her out. She's going to, if she's impressed with it, brownie points for you. If she's not impressed by your offer, uh, your efforts, then you know, what's you up. know, what's up. You know, this not the type of girl you want to date because there's no effort in just going to dinner. and just going to dinner. There's absolutely none. none. That's, that's somebody who looking for you to spend your money. And that if that's not what you're looking for, then you already know. Let me cut this short. Right? So, because that's what you guys are looking for. Now, I also want to give you guys a bonus. If you are, let's say, not on the first day and you really like a girl and you really want to impress her and you're in, uh, you like this date idea, there is a black-owned company called Joy, J-O-I, Picnic on Instagram. And they will come out and set up the picnic for you. So if you're trying to do something a little romantic, maybe you have a Valentine's Day is coming up and you want to do a little something romantic for your girl, check out Joy Picnic, J-O-I Picnic on Instagram and they can set up a picnic for you. All right. So go ahead. What you got to say about my picnic? Um, I, I don't have anything to say about the picnic. Again, I think eating is an intimate act. So for me, a first date where where it deals with eating, I I I don't like. I don't like. Mm-hmm. I think um, it putting in money mm-hmm. and invest and, and investing into a first date is dumb. Right. That's just my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. I feel like men shouldn't have to spend money, um, you know, paying for a date. Um, and I feel like women shouldn't have to spend money getting themselves prepared, nails, hair, uh, feet, you know, how what we do, girls, makeup. Right. We, we, we kind of judge ourselves up for a first date. I think first dates need to be very relaxed. And once you know that this person is someone you want to keep in your life and that you want you are interested in and you want to get to know, I think that's when you need to start investing, investing and putting your money into an investment because I'm a big investor. Um, I, I like the last segment, I, I'm not at six figures yet, but I'm almost there. And one of the reasons why I'm almost there is because I, I do a lot of investing. And one of the things that I do prior to investing is I learn about the company. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's Amazon. I don't care if it's Apple. I don't care if the company has existence for, for existed for eons. I'm still going to go in and learn about the company and learn, okay, does this company deserve my money? Does this company deserve me putting in um, the financial backing to to get this stock or to to invest in this in, in their portfolio. Right. So I I you know I take the same idea when it comes to dating. I don't think that dating should cost anything, especially not right away. Not right away. Not right away. Now if you were, if you a couple of months in a year in yes you should be investing into that person. You should be and it should be equal. It should be you investing into and however you guys structure it. If y'all want to I don't believe in a 50/50 thing. I don't. Girl, that's the topic for another day. That's don't the topic for another on. day, but I do believe that everyone should be making a financial investment into that Somehow. Re, into that relationship. Um whether, whether it be women keeping yourself up and being presentable and looking good and keeping your nails done, um that financial investment counts and i feel like men paying for dates that financial investment counts Counts as as well well. and so i that's just my philosophy on dating so for me my dating idea doesn't cost a thing all right it doesn't require you eat it doesn't cry require you to do anything and i feel like in this situation you would truly get to know someone so my dating idea is going to go work out together um one of the things that you can find out is what does this person enjoy 
Does the person enjoy yoga? Does the person enjoy doing Zumba, CrossFit, um, cycling? Whatever that person enjoys, whatever type of workout they're interested in, I think a first date that includes going to go work out would be a great first date. Not only are you not you're not having all that awkwardness, you're doing an activity. So it's going to take up a lot of that activity, takes up a lot of time. And before the activity, during the pauses in the activity and after the activity, you guys will have opportunities to talk. You guys will have something to talk about. You could be talking about that activity. You could be talking about how you feel. You could be talking about how you're not used to doing this, how you like it, how you don't like it. So you you guys would have something to be engaged in. And so that that's my dating idea is you know a workout together go go you know even if it's just going around uh, a park going and going running walk, yeah going, going biking going jog- uh, jogging so that's my dating idea it doesn't cost anything and let's say the girl she doesn't like to 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 work out or he doesn't like to work out um you guys can do something simple you guys can go to take a walk together on the beach um that doesn't cost anything um you guys can Ride a bike in the neighborhood. That doesn't cost anything. Go skating. Yeah, um, that like, or, cost or ride the scooters around South Beach or Brickell City. Like, there's different things you can do. Um, and I, I totally agree with this. But fellas, if you're trying to date me, don't ask me to go to work out. I don't like working out. Okay, I do. I enjoy it for me. <laughs> no, I'm lying. I would go on a walk because I do like to go on walks. So you know that one. But I, I agree with you. But let me say this nuance. <laughs> It's not a nuance. I think there are different, like, different levels of first dates. And I'm saying that because it depends on how you meet this person and how long you guys have been kind of, like, talking, I would say. That's the investment period. Right? So, for instance, if I meet a gentleman, let's say I meet a guy um, through a dating app or on the internet, I'm not right away ready to go on a date with you right so i'm gonna have to build some rapport with you over the phone or we talk or let's say i you know i because i'm i'm open to meeting people um like long distance right so if we're talking we're talking on the phone a lot like every day right i don't expect his first date with me to be us going on a walk that's not going to work for me. No. Yes. You understand what I mean? I agree, but that's... Right. The, that's that's why I said there's different levels of and first that's, dates. That's what me. I'm saying. As long as you've made an investment into this person with time and getting to know them, that's when I think that financial investment, investment can should come, come in. Can kick but in. if you met me yesterday and you're like, oh, you know, you talked to me a couple, you know, throughout the weekend, you say, okay, I'd like to hang with you. Yeah. We may not yeah. need to right away doing a financial investment. Let's do something that's not as costly or free even but ladies let me talk to y'all because y'all be the <laughs> issue sometimes and i love y'all i back y'all up but come on can we can we just like be open like be open to not having a man spend four hundred dollars on the first date can we just do that because that's how a lot of y'all end up with men that y'all don't like because you so invested to him. Oh, he need to treat me this kind of way. He need to... No. That's why that, That's why a lot of men, um, ex- expectations are very high at the end of the night because they've made this finance, they've made this deep financial investment. And a lot of men drive in a lane, a, a financial lane that they can't keep up with. Right. And so you make these big financial investments and you want a root. Every investment deserves, deserves a, a reward. return. It's called a ROI. What is my return on, on my investment? So I've invested $400 into this date. What you about to do for my $400? Cause being pretty is not enough is what these men are saying. And being so- on my arm is not enough. You about to give me some block block. Six thousand. About, about to do a Kim Kardashian. To, what, what you about to do? Bend over in the backseat. Like I need to know, cause that's what these men are expecting, right? And, and, and I'm that, not saying it's okay. Please it's, understand. It's it's the reality of the situation. We don't think it's okay. No man should expect anything Things from for, any woman for a, unle- a, a for a date. But I'm just saying to remove these expectations, to remove this financial obligation from men, 
and and remove all this tension and awkwardness, I feel that first dates, unless you have invested time and getting to know the person and and research and learning this person, um, because a lot, uh, you know, I, I let me just say this. I have been guilty of this and many of my friends have been guilty of this. And I was and please understand, I'm not justifying my behavior. Oh, I know what you're about to say. I am not justifying my behavior. I was wrong as two left feet when I did this. And I felt horrible while I was doing it. And I have never done it again. But I have dated for food. Okay. I was in college. I was hungry, y'all. I was, was young hungry. and dumb. I was, was hungry. And, and so this guy wanted to go. He had been asking me out and I was not interested in him. I had I had turned him down so many times. I was not interested but interested in him and it was just one night, you know, I was like I'm tired of eating out of vending machines. The food stamp card wasn't working, you know, food stamp ain't come in and 19 years old, hungry. I I you know, I hit him up and I was like, "Let's go out." And I got a free meal. And I felt horrible. I felt horrible because I knew I had no intention of dating this man and I you know led him on with this one date and from that point on he was relentless he was relentless like you know let's do it again let's do it again let's do it again and I had to keep saying no 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 when now right. I'm obligated now I and I felt obligated to him I felt obligated to talk to him felt obligated to take his calls because right. of that one you know yeah I, but i'm ruthless i wouldn't have took your car I just would have blocked you but that's me because y'all know i'm a block queen okay <laughs> no but, i felt but bad let me, say, I felt let bad. me also say this we are not talking to you dummies who are dating without intention our dating advice is not for you exit stage left please yes. and thank you because this we is are, what this, this is, is not a podcast, podcast for dumb people okay so you dummies who are dating without intention skedaddle we are talking to the people, men and women, who are dating with the intention of getting to know someone and creating something. And creating something. Whether and and the date doesn't always have to end in a relationship. It can end I've up had in, plenty of dates yeah, that friendship. ended up in friendships. Yeah. And that's great too. And then he and again, I've just had dates that ended up with date because you know what? You can go on a date with someone and don't have to be in a relationship with them. It could just be someone, hey. I enjoy your company. I like doing things with you. I may not want to be in a relationship with you, but I don't mind spending time with you. So I want to do this and I would like to do it with the opposite sex or if you're the same sex and like the date, whatever. But I want to do it with you and let's go. We enjoy each other's company. That's okay too. But I'm for the people who just out there just got it like that, this is not for you. We're not talking to you. So the dating for dummy segment, I, I'm I'm always going to be focusing on first dates. I'm always going to be focusing on dates that have very little to no financial obligation. Because again, financial obligations to me equal expectations. And we just want to take those expectations off the table. And I will focus on creative ideas for dates. Those are my intentions, being creative. You know, so, whew. and we just want to thank you for listening to us. I also want to put out that Author Black Wine's yes. second book to her um, book, Love and Happiness, oh, God. will be out this, this Friday. Friday. February, I'm, what's that? February 12th? 12th. I'm so excited. Let me tell you, I'm not getting... This not being biased here. She is an amazing writer. I am. I really she am. Is, okay, go ahead and but you know. Yes, I, no, you know what? It used to be so hard for me to say this. But own it. I want you to own it. But I have learned after working on other people's scripts, after developing scripts for people. Ghostwriting. Ghostwriting for people. I have ghostwritten so many books. Um I have written I have written for people. I have written scripts for other people who have movies have become million dollar blockbusters. Um, I have written books for people who are on the bestsellers list. I realize I am a great author. I just never saw it in me. It was always easier to write with other people's ideas, but now I have tapped into that well and I'm just the bomb. Listen, That's what I am. I, Kaboom. Listen. 
I place author Black Wine with the likes of these people. Thank with you, the Zanes. Thank you, sis. With the Omar Tyrese, with the Carl Weber, with the um Eric Eric um Jerome Dickey. Eric rest Jerome Dickey. Rest, rest in peace, okay? Because I love his um what was his series that he Gideon. had? Gideon. Gideon series. Okay, I love that series. But her book is amazing. Get the book. Book so, one and two. Book one and two. So book one is available on Amazon. And you can still purchase a hard copy from www.blackwine.com. That's B-L-A-C-K-W-Y-N-E.com. And if you're local, you can pick it up. Um, just send me, send me a, shoot me a DM. If you're local, I will definitely hand deliver it to you. And you could take a picture with the future Shonda Rhimes. Okay. The future Shonda Rhimes making that seven, eight figures. Eight, no, nine girl. Nine. Nine Let's go nine. Let's go nine. Let's go nine. Let's go. Shoot for the stars. And you're going to fall amongst the moon. Oh, Oh, no. Well, yeah. Shoot shoot for the moon and you'll fall among the the stars. stars. Okay. Anyways, we're going to go ahead and end again. Thank you for listening to This Is Not A Podcast For Dumb People with Black Wine and Charlie. We're out.